0: 141 951 It's time to talk football. It's Clyde 1 Super
1: Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard as we look back on one big Europa League match and look forward to another Rangers host Bronby tomorrow. Stephen Gerrard reminding Alfredo Morelos His recent goal return is not good enough Ange Postacoglu is delighted with Celtic's defence and intensity After beating Ferenc Faros And Stephen's glass is thankful for Dave Cormack's vote of confidence But knows things must improve I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Andy Halliday and Roger Hanna Yes,
2: a strange old Europa League midweek in Glasgow Gordon Celtic get the business done on Tuesday afternoon And now the focus shifts to tomorrow night at Ibrox and Rangers, can they finally
3: kick start their European campaign after a couple of defeats? Yeah, Kyogo and Turnbull give Celtic a, a fighting chance in the Europa League Group A. It's Rangers turn tomorrow night and will Alfredo Morelos and Rangers attackers finally find their goal scoring bits?
1: And forget all that, Jambos are flying still.
3: Absolutely flying. Going great. Going very, very well. Uh, rode the luck a little bit, which you you often have to do when you go away at the old forum. But showed a lot of character to come into the game and, and fight back for the last half an hour to take a, a very, very valuable point.
1: I mean, Roger, you know things are good at a club when he bounces in here at half past five and says, "Look at this goal I scored at training today." Shows me a video clip of a goal he scored in training. On, I mean, I think I think the it's likes. the
3: greatest goal in training
2: history. I think it may be viral by eight o'clock. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, that's the feel my, good my factor. F- Oh I. Oh, it was a team course. move though It was ah, it was a, yeah, it was a yeah, team yeah. move well, don't, don't think long range nah. strike It was all about the Don't think the individual brilliance No definitely not No definitely not 01419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB and Twitter You may remember uh, last night we played you an exclusive chat with Graeme Souness Talking about Steven Gerrard and Newcastle and so on uh, So we'll run that uh, competition across a couple of nights Everyone that calls in tonight and makes it on air You get into the hat to win a pair of tickets too That evening with Graeme Souness and friends at the SEC Armadillo On Friday the 26th of November That may or may not be up your street It doesn't really matter either way We would love to speak to you 01419511025 Whether it's to look ahead to Rangers against Bronby Lots been said about Alfredo Morelos Some very interesting comments from Connor Goldson On his new contract Or lack of new contract As the case may be So Rangers fans give us all your thoughts on them And Celtic fans a bit weird A half past three kick off So maybe you didn't quite get round to giving us your reaction last night If that's the case Pick up that phone And let us know what you made of it 01419511025 It's strange to have them split up uh, Roger Hanna But we know that Celtic job done for them and now for Rangers to try and do the same tomorrow Yeah, and
2: that, that strange kickoff time That 3.30 yesterday afternoon Over 50,000 at Celtic Park Managing to get the afternoon off work And, and they got what they were looking for A, a, a decent Celtic win Remember Ferenc Faro, I know they're the fourth team But you know they came to Celtic Park and won The Champions League qualifier last season They were in the Champions League group stage There are no mugs um, They started brightly They might have had a lead But they didn't and then Celtic took a grip of the game They could even afford that You know the penalty miss in the second half they, they won at a canter They could have won by more And off the back of wins either side of the international break Away at Aberdeen And away at Motherwell Ange Postecoglou finally beginning to put a real stamp on this team
1: If you want to look back On Celtic's victory Let's do that What did you make of it Were you there Um, And if you want to look forward Well let's certainly do that Rangers hosting Bromby tomorrow Steven Gerrard says Alfredo Morelos Needs to improve his record In front of goal After scoring 5 In 15 games He is just one away From reaching 100 Rangers goals And the manager is convinced He'll be back Firing on all cylinders soon Give us your thoughts Rangers fans
4: 5 and 15 is not enough uh, For me not just from him. I think we need to score more goals. All our strikers um, we we're, were at ranges here. The chances we're creating. I'd expect the the guy who's played the majority of the minutes as a number nine to have more than five and fifteen. So uh, they stats that we need to improve on move, moving forward. We have to keep providing the service and the chances for, for Alfredo to get more goals. But if you look at previous number nines and also Alfredo's records in other seasons, it, it has been better than five and fifteen. So I'm sure Alfredo himself. Certainly, myself and the coaching staff, in terms of our attacking unit and our number nines, we want to get more goals into them. If I've got any advice from me, just needs to just focus on keep getting in the right places in the right areas. And um, he'll absolutely smash 100 goals uh, in no time. So he shouldn't really overthink it. All all he should be thinking is, what can I do and what can I offer the team to be the best version of myself? We're a team that do create a lot of chances, so it's only a matter of time before that record comes. And he's going to go on and score many more goals, so he shouldn't overthink
1: it. 5-15 is not enough, says Stephen Gerrard. Rangers fans, what do you make of Alfredo Morelos at the moment? I assume we're still not at the stage where you contemplate him not. Playing tomorrow Or are we? I don't know You tell me Does he st- you Keep him in the team tomorrow And you're confident Things will click Or maybe You've got other ideas Whatever it is Now's the time to share them uh, Roger what do you make of What the manager had to say there And the overall picture
2: um, Well 5 and 15's plenty If your teammates round about You're helping you out by scoring um, When your teammates aren't scoring Either the focus Tends to fall on you Because You're the centre forward Now if you to listen to Super Scoreboard At 10 to 5 Last Saturday a ball comes in from the right, it gets through Alan McGregor's hands, Craig Halkett scores the equaliser, and he here had a bird's-eye view of it. Now, you, you think at that stage, oh, Alan McGregor's made a mistake, you know, and it's cost Rangers. Well, Alan McGregor could have afforded to have made that mistake, had... Morelos has taken one of the chances that were laid before him. It was the one from Joe Aribo's pass that he screwed across the face of goal. It was one he fired off target. It was the, the one that Kima Roof laid on a plate for him, and he put wide. So you can understand the manager's angst. You can understand why the manager says five and fifteen isn't enough. But it needs to be a team effort as well. Others need to score goals too.
3: Yeah, I have to, uh, have to echo that. I think Alfredo Morelos will certainly be magnified after his, his number of misses at the weekend. But we're eight league games into the the season, and Kamar Ranger top goal scorer with three league goals, is nowhere near enough. And uh, I think Alfredo Morelos, I think he's always been a streaky goal scorer. He's someone that over the, you know, he's 5 and 15 now, but he's someone that, that over the next 10 games could, could, could score 10, 11, 12. He's always been that type of goal scorer. But yeah, it's not enough. I think Stephen Geller uh, quite rightly pointed out that he's someone that has scored plenty of goals. You should forget about the, the 100 goal for Rangers and focus on getting his goal scoring form back, which I, I've, I've no doubt will turn in
1: soon. This is where the comparisons to last season can be relevant but also tricky, Andy, because on one hand you would say, well, Alfredo Morales didn't score loads last season and Rangers won the league and it was a bit, but James Tavenier scored loads and is he, is he going to match that again? And other players chipped in. So it's, it's sometimes difficult to. There are, there are different ways of doing it. Sometimes you need to be relying on your number nine and sometimes you don't. But at the moment I think clearly Stephen Gerrard wants Wants more from that man At the moment
3: Yeah Kamar Roof end up With double figures James Tavenier Double figures Ryan Kent end up With double figures I think Yanis Hadji Was close Connor Goldsum was, uh, was close So yeah There was there was plenty of people Chipping in there But um, I think he, Listen I think he's In a difficult place At the moment Because uh, A non-formal Fredo Morelos Probably takes the game Out of sight For, for us at the weekend I think he had A, a number of very Very good opportunities But I think there's been a lot talked about Rangers form I do feel as if they are one even two attackers out of five, six they've got uh, on their books to hit form to really really hit this uh, hit this next level because I still think they're pretty solid they're pretty organised limited does to, to to certainly not many chances up until the last 20-30 minutes but for me their midfield three are playing really well anyone that sort of comes into that position start to improve I actually think it was probably their best performance of the season at the weekend but what they need is their, their, their front three to To turn up to their best form pretty soon
2: To answer the other half of your question Do you take him out of the firing line? No you don't Because nobody else Is in any better form Hmm. Than he is You look at Kamar Roof You look at Fashion Sakala No I think Morelos starts Maybe Roof Instead of Scott Wright To try and get somebody closer to him but Morelos will, will For me Will have to start tomorrow
1: yeah, We're well, not at that stage Are we are no. Andy? I, because I, think, nah.
3: I, I always think he's someone That's played out of form as well I think he, Like I said he's. I remember I think It was two seasons ago Where he'd scored something ridiculous At 20-25 goals Up until January And then the last sort of Six months of the season I think he only maybe Scored five or six But he's always sort of Played his way out of th- uh, form I don't even think he's a confidence player. I don't think he's someone that can be labelled at that. I don't think the misses at the weekend will affect him. The like Alfredo Morelos is very, very driven, very determined. And I think if he gets a nod tomorrow night, which I expect he will, he'll put that aside and do his best for the football club.
1: Well, let's get your take on it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. David's a Rangers fan in Blackburn. David, take it away. How you doing? You're right. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm ah, not too bad. Good man. Good. Um, but
5: Morelos, I agree with Gerard. Um, five out of fifteen it's not good enough. Um, but what I would say was, I think his he's, he's link-up on that's improved a lot more. Um, I don't know if that's what the focus has been with the team on trying to get him to be more a, a complete player. But for me, I would rather have went back to being quite selfish again and actually holding the ball up a bit more and defenders coming through the back and, and getting more fouls from him. Um, I think that said of his games Changed this season I don't know
1: if you guys agree Andy yeah, I, like
3: David, I, think I, you? I think you're spot on I think it's um, Something we spoke about At length last year That a sort of slight tweak In Ranger system I felt last year Was they could be That bit more direct I think you see it Quite a lot With Conor Goldson If if Alfredo Morelos Drops into any pockets They've got runners With, with, with Hadji and Ryan Kent In behind And it's something That worked really really well Stephen Davis was another one That picked up, the, picked up the Passes quite a lot And it was to a benefit Of the team But maybe that little bit of a detriment to Alfredo Morelos he's always been a penalty box striker someone that sort of plays in between the, the goal posts and and let's be honest nine times out of ten that's where his goals come from but I think the team benefited from it last year I actually think his link-up play this year hasn't been what it was uh, last season I do agree that that was something he improved on uh, a lot last year but I think even his all-round game at the weekend wasn't the Alfredo Morelos that we've seen last year it be interesting to see what the manager does tomorrow night because a lot of Morelos's good work, as you
2: say, was you know, he was coming, he's taking the ball in, he was playing people in, there was runners coming this season. I haven't seen as many runners running past all yep. through. For Morelos, you know, to feed in, he's missing Ryan Kent. Now, people complained at the start of the season, Ryan Kent wasn't the Ryan Kent of old. You're still better having Ryan Kent in the team than not in yeah, the team. He was and someone I think,
3: that stretched the game for us. Yeah, I think
2: Rangers are missing him. Tavernier, I don't want to get into a Tavernier Patterson debate again, but Tavernier, as you say, Gordon. Isn't hitting the same numbers that he did. And last that was inevitable, season. to be if fair. You were talking about an but, outlier. That's not. Someone then needs to fill that gap, whether it's Morelos, whether it's Ruth, mm. whether it's Haji, whether it's Arebo. Somebody mm. needs to step up. So I'll be fascinated to see Lundstrom looks as if he's beginning to step up in terms of performance. Maybe in with Kamara and Davis. Does that allow Aribo to go on? One does Hadji stay in? Does Roof come in from the start again and play? So there are options there. Sakala's another option too. Really interesting mm. to see the team tomorrow.
1: Yeah, David, we're not at that stage though. Whether whether it's because of faith in Alfredo Morelos or whether it's because of lack of other options. I mean, there is no doubt, is there that he, he plays tomorrow?
5: Yeah, he's got to play. He's frustrating. for he frustrating as a supporter to watch. But you'd rather have him. In, you'd rather have him in the team. On that point as well with Tav I think as well on the other side the left I think Barisic hasn't delivered as much sort of assists or consistency with regards to crosses and that I know we focus on the Patterson Tav and the other thing but I think the left side as well but it was coming in on both sides and he was just picking it up like anyone would score when the ball was dropping in that six yard box wouldn't it the delivery that Barisic was coming in with
1: I mean Andy so take the it seems a little bit unfair to focus on on one or two chances, but the big one, obviously, that that Morelos does miss, and I'm sure you and your heart teammates would have considered it almost game over if if that yeah. one goes in. What what do, if you're a, if you are a manager? What do you put that down to? Is that just one of these things that happens? And you can't. Do much of it Yeah it's
3: difficult you? To sort of pinpoint it As a manager seeing, seeing the chance back It just looks as if He doesn't have his feet set You know his feet Are sort of stuck under him And he's he's not in the right Sort of body position To just open his foot up And tap it in He ends up sort of Trying to slide it in I think he just sort of Was caught in his heels A little bit Which let's be honest When it's between the, the goalposts That's to, uh, not something That you associate Alfredo Morelos with one thing I will add as well about him is when we talk about form and goal scoring I always think he's at his best in these games I think he thrives on the Europa League I think 9 times out of 10 it's centre-halves that come, uh, come to the uh, TI to books uh, that play in Europe with a reputation and a bit of an ego and they want to show how strong they are they want to show how physical how they can dominate Scottish football team's players and I think he thrives on it I think we've seen that for the last sort of 2-3 seasons 9 times out of 10 his best performances come in these type of games
1: um, David, what type of level of confidence
5: to you get into tomorrow with? I'm confident. I at home I think we are. I think say the European record for enough the last two games have not been great, but um since Gerard's been in, I think we're we, we are we definitely are strong at home. I think we should win maybe two or three 0 tomorrow, hopefully.
2: Yeah listen it wouldn't surprise me because Andy said some you know sometimes maybe not in the recent past, but in the past under Stephen Gerrard some of Rangers most commanding performances At Ibrox have been in the Europa League And in the Europa League groups I'd be fascinated to know though You know, you hear the manager speaking publicly there About Morelos and his goal scoring record And the lack of goals And he's not content with it Andy, you've been in there It's unusual for the manager To criticise a player like that publicly Has he spoken, do you think, privately Not got the response he wanted And then, this is the next tactic if you like yeah, to try and get the best out of Alfredo again
3: I think Steven Gerrard is someone that's very very good at knowing what will tick the right box for a certain player so I think he knows that if Alfredo Morelos hears that which no doubt he will he'll react well to that I think if it's a different sort of uh, player he might come up with a different approach maybe a call to the office the proverbial arm around the shoulder as they say but I think
1: Alfredo Morelos is
3: someone that will I think he'll respond to that really well.
1: Uh, thank you, David. Let's bring in George in Guru Can see what he thinks. George, how are you? Yes, very well, guys. I hope, trust you're all well. Thank you very uh, much. What's yeah. your point?
6: Yeah, point to the panel is I think Rangers are overdue giving somebody a real doing. I think tomorrow night's when they're going to turn the corner. They haven't kept the ball all season. They're top of the league and the semi-final of the cup. If European results have been disappointing, but I think tomorrow night, if... If Gerard's ruthless He's given too many guys a game That he doesn't need to give a game Just be ruthless You have to play Roof And Morelos together The goals will come
1: Andy that I've seen a few Rangers fans Make that observation They feel that they are Due a, a convincing win Having seen them up close At the weekend Is that something you Can identify with? I've,
3: I, I, it's Something that I've said for weeks To be honest Because Rangers are, Rangers are still sitting a point at the top of the table And in my opinion, like George has just said, they're nowhere near their best. I actually think their best came for the first 60 minutes of the game at Ibrox at the weekend. But again, even if you're at your best as a team and your front three aren't in form, it's very, very difficult still to win games. So like George says, I do agree. I think it's not clicking yet. I think their their best players in key areas uh, haven't hit top form, but I do think it will come. Listen, you could copy and paste what I've said before, Rangers' last three, four uh, Europa League ties. Bromby again tomorrow
1: This is the beauty of it You need, you need to find something new You need to Brom- bring something Brom- new to Listen this Bromby again
3: tomorrow Like I keep saying is Rangers have beat better teams in Europe I think Rangers On top form Are better than Bromby But to win games You need to earn it And I don't think they've done that mm-hmm. In Europe recently So they, they have to be If not at their best They have to be close To their best to beat Bromby tomorrow night
1: So that could be The start of it tomorrow George I think you're
6: talking Three or four
1: or five tomorrow There you go Wow A lot of confidence On the air tonight Thank you George Zero one four one nine five one one zero two five. 01419511025 it's a good time to get your call in.
0: You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: Andy Halliday and Roger Hanna are here at 01419511025 to join in. We're looking ahead to Rangers Braunby. Some interesting stuff from Stephen Gerrard on Alfredo Morelos. We're going to hear some equally, if not more interesting stuff from Conor Goldson on his contract situation a bit later. Uh, let's reflect on Celtic's game yesterday A little bit And bring in Ross Who's a Celtic fan What did you make of it Ross? Hi there
6: guys um, Hi Gordon Roger and Andy Hope you're well. Um, well No I watched the game yesterday uh, Unfortunately I didn't get to go Because I was working till 4 o'clock So I was one of the unlucky ones the
1: end. You obviously uh, take it seriously Ross Anyone else would have just phoned in sick But you are an example to everyone out there To take your job seriously We take our hats off to you for it
6: that's it, I need to stay professional on the job, so, um, but no, I watched the game yesterday, guys, and I thought Celtic played really well, um, I thought we actually dominated, and um, after watching the Aberdeen game and the Mudderville game, um, I actually feel a bit more confident, um, granted, the, the next couple of games, I'm not getting overconfident, I'm not going to be one of the Celtic fans that come on and say, we're going to win the league and we're going to be champions. Basically, I just think Celtic are starting to gel together. We're starting to show a sign that Ange is starting to stand with authority and we are starting to play football that the Celtic fans generally want to see. And I think the one guy that's given us that confidence is the man Jota. I think we need to just say to Benfica, how much you want, we're going to pay it right now and we'll um, sign him.
1: Uh, Roger, I think he is... In the forefront of lots of Celtic fans' minds yeah, at the moment.
2: But listen, Ange Postecoglou has been trying to play that football since the start of the season. The start of the season, it was Kyogo who was getting his name up in lights. Now it's Jota who's getting his name up in lights. David Turnbow's doing well. Um, Abadis scored goals as well on, on the other side. The problem, Ross, and I'm quite sure Ross will agree with us. The problem has been defensively at the other end. You know, leaving Starfield and Carter Vickers exposed, or you know, leaving the fullbacks. Exposed when they when they come up and they, they come inside, if you like. Um, that's been the overriding thing for me in these last games. Starting at Petadri, defensively they've looked better. I know he threw in Beaton, um, for one of the games, and you know took him off again and put Rogic on, and Rogic was involved in the winner at Aberdeen. But other on Saturday, it was Rogic and Turnbull with McGregor. Mm-hmm. Same again yesterday, Rogic, Turnbull, McGregor. It's quite a, a, an adventurous. Midfield three At the minute It's working for him And if he can continue To make it work Then You know That that could be crucial For Celtic The, the downside is If there are games Where Again The two centre-backs Are left exposed
1: uh, Jota is Pretty much scoring Or assisting Most games he plays Andy If we boil it down That's that's a pretty good return it's, it's very simple If you're a winger And you're Being that productive Then it's understandable Why fans like Ross Want Celtic to get The checkbook out already
3: yeah, he's been Celtic's made man in recent weeks uh, I think the reported fees 6.5 million, is that right? In, in today's money, it's it's not a whole lot Especially with the impact he's made on the Celtic team I, I agree with Ross, I think it's Celtic's most convincing European performance for a long time uh, Actually, it's after the first clean sheet in 15 European ties So you can see how much more certainly organised they looked yesterday But I think key players in key areas are playing well Like Roger says, if you keep them fit I think, obviously, Kyogo I think Jota and I think Cal McGregor's made a big difference to the team I think uh, you know, Jota's pass for the first goal is, is probably one of the highlights of Europa League games I'd imagine this week because it was a real uh, real moment of quality but for me Montgomery left back for Celtic I think he's uh, one that's really really going under the radar I think when he's played he's, he's looked solid I don't think he was I, I'm right in saying he, he, he never came through the youth system as a left back so being playing in that, that position is, is relatively inexperienced I think he's done really well and I, quite, I quite like the cut of Jota's jib I think he speaks well after games He's
1: jealous of his hair
2: Uh, Something like that Yeah, back in the day I Mm. didn't have my hair in I was going to say I can't Uh, imagine that But (laughs) I think he speaks well There's clearly an intelligence there There's clearly a brightness there Um, Nothing seems to faze him You know, he'll he'll come out And he goes about his work well on the pitch Goes about his work well off the Mm. pitch He looks as if he's enjoying it The family were over for the game at Aberdeen And among the Celtic fans And you can see he's one of these guys who Is what Gordon Strachan used to call A radiator
1: Right Are you going to elaborate?
2: Yeah He radiates positivity around the place (laughs) You can't have enough radiators in your squad Gordon Right okay
1: Um, I'll bear that in mind Uh, Ross a lot has been said about The defence And whilst I wouldn't pretend it was perfect yesterday The fact that it is a, A clean sheet in a European game Must feel like a massive step in the right direction
6: yeah definitely what uh, Roger was saying there, the, the defence I totally agree with him I think the defence is where kind of lets us down but as I say I'm not going to get carried away um, yesterday was was good but I think there is still issues there um, I, I'm not one for writing players off but I, I, I'm not I'm not keen in Starfield I don't I don't know if it's the pressure of the club I'm not sure but just for me for a guy it's came in and I don't know off the top of my head how many games he's played for this, but he would think that after a couple of more games He'd be more confident He just seems to have this Kind of Nervousness Every time he goes on the ball It's as if he's are worried What's going to happen next
1: uh, Let's hear from the manager then On the defence Ross Because he is um, You know Pretty pleased About that side of it As we have mentioned a couple of times It was a clean sheet Of course And uh, yeah Something the manager was happy about
7: To me it's not about clean sheets It's how we defend Because you can keep a clean sheet When the opposition You know Have a bag load of chances And um you know your keepers I mean Leverkusen kept a clean sheet against us but I don't think it's because of the good defending because was an outstanding goalkeeping display I thought we defended really well today as a team I thought we worked really hard uh, uh, our strikers our three front boys worked hard our midfielders you know really made sure that they didn't have too many too much access through the center of the park and then our our back four and Joe were, were really solid when they needed um a couple of key moments Tony Ralston's um you know, um, interception was crucial, and, and Joe made one really good save, I thought. So, um, but overall, I thought our defending as a team was was good. <coughs> I thought it was good against Motherwell um, as well. And when you get clean sheets that way, then it is pleasing. But it's it's more pleasing that we got it defending well rather than just because we got a clean sheet.
1: That's all well and good I just can't get over the image Of Roger Hanna Wandering around Girvan In the 80s With Jota's hairdo I, that'll, <laughs> that'll never leave me Is that the finest head of hair In Scottish football Is Charlie? Is he taking Charlie Mulgrew's no, crown no chance. There's no chance. a couple of contenders I remember
3: Charlie Mulgrew's mid- Early 30s now So I, he's, I think okay. he's still got the crown yeah, Fair enough I tell you what I'm not no, making the podium not, either That's <laughs> for sure I'm,
1: I'm not having that Jota Jota's taking the crown I was crown trying to think about, about your teammates I'm not sure you've got many Real uh, Contenders for that throne, um, do you?
3: Halkett's got a strong head of hair. Mm. Okay. Don't think he's the, taking the, take the, the podium either, though. The goalkeeper for a man of his Oh, age. aye, great shout A big yeah. He yeah, right. could be a hair right. model.
1: Okay, right. Uh, on to back to the football. Ross, thank you very much. Let's bring in Robbie, who's also a Celtic fan. What stood out for you, Robbie?
8: Um, I think, Josh, uh, first of all, uh, good evening panel. I think Jota's pass. That mm. was uh, for Kyogo. I mean, it's just a technique. Uh, the BT Sport replays show it uh, from behind and that's the one with the technique is it just the height and everything that gets on it and the weight of the pass and for Coyogo that first touch is absolutely amazing and obviously the finish it's, it's, it goes for the corner with the gap uh, the right hand corner with the goal and I think that was a, the big moment of the game first half I think Celtic were a wee bit huffy and puffy and they had a lot of the ball but in the last third they weren't very, very penetrative uh, Jot had one that was that chipping shot that the goalkeeper tipped over the bar that was the only real um, clear cut chance in the first half but I think they upped the pace a little bit and it could have been even more than 2-0 uh, in the second half And that was that was, a, that was a, the, the part where I was really impressed with them is when they came out in the second half and they were just a lot, lot better I'd like to make a point to Andy and Roger about the the def- defensive pairing. Mm-hmm. There was a moment in the 86 minute in front of the main stand where Carroll Star- Starfelt is caught in two mines and uh, Fernsvaros player. I mean, ends up on the deck. Does uh, the, the, the Starfelt and, the, and the, the guy Fernsvaros player gets a ball, and um, he, he you know it gets bailed out by Joe Hart uh, Starfelt. Then two minutes later, right in front of the main stand again, as Carroll. Cameron Carter-Vickers, caught in two minds, what does he do? Just rolls the ball out of play. And that's just, it's, it's all about decision-making. It's like chalk and cheese, two minutes later, what, Carol, what uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers does totally. <laughs> it's the total opposite of what Carol mm-hmm. Starfield does. If, if you've got any doubt, just put it out. And it wasn't even a boot by by uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers. It was just a simple play out of the park along the ground, like you know, right in front of the main stand. See, the thing that really worries me about Starfelt is that even when he's doing things well, he's got that type of technique, demeanour on the ball. And Andy and uh, Roger all know what I mean. It's just about, it looks very, very nervous. So even when he's doing things well, it looks as if a mistake's not far away. And I think that, uh, and I was wondering, my main point to the panel is, do they think that when Christopher Julian comes back, he is the man to partner Carl Staffel? Uh,
2: Sorry, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers Roger Um, Chris Julian has been out for a very long time now Been out for 10 months Now, I've heard a lot of people on the show discussing him lately And they're obviously discussing the Chris Julian that they saw before the injury We we don't know how long it's going to take Chris Julian to actually get back to A, full fitness B, what you would describe, match sharpness And then the type of form that he was showing before that, you know, the horrible slammed into the post. Now, this was a very, very good centre half. Scored a goal in the League Cup final, was our first choice along with Chris Ayer at the back. Um looked as if he was you know really repaying. It was quite a sizeable transfer fee. And it's only to be hoped from Celtic's point of view that Chris Julian can get back to that level. Don't think he's gonna get back to that level in the first game he's in. Mm-hmm. Um clearly the manager. Prefers Carter Vickers and Starfield ahead of Stephen Welsh. Um, again, with the Celtic fans for in this show, Gordon saying they would prefer Welsh to Starfield. But I tend to agree with a lot of the points that Robbie makes. I think Carter Vickers is what you might describe as a no nonsense centre half. I think he'll kick it the way he's facing and head it the way he's facing if he thinks that's the best for the team. Starfield seems to be one that, you know, he gets himself into a fankle. Now and again And sometimes struggle to get himself back out the fankel Robbie touched in a couple of moments in the game yesterday There was that booking in the first half as well In a silly area of the pitch That wasn't really necessary That mm. kind of thing puts some under pressure too
1: Generally speaking though Andy, I'm interested in, in the comparison Robbie makes Because Although Carl Starfield did get himself in a bit of trouble See if that's what the manager's telling you to do the sometimes manager, I, I don't know Ange Postecoglou might have said, "Don't worry about that. That's fine because I want you to do that." And if you get caught, you know, maybe a bit of a loose comparison. I feel like we had calls like this about your team under Mark Warburton, yeah. And people used to say, "Why, you know, why does West Fotheringham keep the ball or, or, or centre backs or whatever?" If the manager tells you to do it, who does the blame lie with?
3: It could be an instruction for the manager, but I don't think it. Should. I still don't think it's something that can be excused. I agree with Robbie. Yeah, I get that. Robbie, I don't know if you agree with this or or if any other Celtic fans agree with this. Starfelt reminds me of a smaller Dedrick Boyata. And I say that because before my words get mixed up, Dedrick Boyata is a Belgian international. He's obviously a top-class player and played a lot of high-profile games. But I always felt with Dedrick Boyata when he was having some of his better games, his best games for Celtic, he looked so comfortable in possession, he's dominant, but I always think he's got one or two of them a game. Where he can give it a chance for nowhere, and, and nine times out of ten, like we always speak about, when you're playing these bigger games, it, it, they can be punished. And I was watching the game yesterday, and I thought, I, I thought we staff I felt this is the most assured. I think he's looked in a Celtic jersey, looks comfortable in possession, he's won these aero battles, looks dominant. But again, it's just that slight, can you say lapse in concentration? It was the end of the game, and if that goes in, fairness virus are back in a game mm. that Celtic be out of sight on, and yeah, you're right. It, Just to touch on something that uh, Roger said earlier about Celtic's back four, I actually think it's not even just Celtic's back four. I think Celtic is a team defensively out of possession. I I just don't think they look as... As organised As assured as they should be Over the last couple of uh, games though I think they've improved massively on that I think yesterday showed that With the Mm. 67% possession Setting balls dropping into the midfield Picking uh, picking them up Regaining possession And and attacking again And having constant pressure But these laps of concentration Is something that we've got to uh, be cut out
1: I mean Robbie The manager there It was interesting to hear him say He's not Using the clean sheet as a gauge For good defending He felt that overall That the defensive performance was good So he doesn't seem to be as Concerned as you are
8: yeah it came out With an interesting thing I don't know if it was On another interview It, it was going on about uh, I don't put much Into clean sheets And it also says That uh, you know if you, if you win A certain If you win 1-0 Or 2-0 But the other team Have got 20 opportunities Then then what does that say About the performance But at the end of the day You could reverse that And say What if you only get Two opportunities But score two Do you know what I mean So uh, I, I mean poster Postacoglo Is quite How can I say it He's quite unorthodox and how he thinks and, and, and about football, in some ways, some ways I, I get what he says, but some ways he's quite unorthodox, and I think it was after the the weekend's game there, he says uh, he's more on this thing about performance and the result, because I think a reporter, it might actually have been uh, Alison Conroy, who says, you, you know, you're happy about the clean sheet, does that give you a little bit of confidence? And, and he sort of kind of says, "I was more, I was more bothered about the performance and the clean sheet." And I was like, "I'm not too sure about that way of thinking." I don't, I don't, don't think many people in Scotland and all football fans hearing that would actually agree with that. You know, I, I, I think it's an old-fashioned way of thinking for all of us. You use guys in the panel. You've got to get the result first. That, that's the most important thing. If you can get a dogged like the one at Patodry, where Celtic weren't particularly great that's a confidence thing that we that we that we get if you play rubbish obviously you want to play well on one, but if you play rubbish and on one, we get we get that type of thing in Scotland. you know if you that, that, as we always say that's the sign of Championship material
1: Yeah well it was a comfortable win Last night certainly Thank you to Robbie 01419511025 Great time to get your call in We could be speaking to you next
0: 01419511025 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard
1: Andy Halliday And Roger Hanna Are in the building You can get in touch with them 01419511025 Remember for everyone that calls into tonight's show and makes it on air You go into the draw to win a pair of tickets to an exclusive evening With Graham Soonis and friends at the SEC Armadillo On Friday the 26th of November Roger, you look excited about something or well, is that it, just your general demeanour?
2: Well, that is my general demeanour mm. But specifically this time, Gordon, I think history in the making in SuperScore Oh right, okay I've had my first ever message from someone in the bath
1: Oh dear, that's boring And I know who, and I don't want that image Wednesday night It's not bath is it? Listening to the show In the bath in the bath. So disturbing, isn't it? He's, I mean, tur- he's turned up the
2: radiator. I, I mean, after
1: our description of Jota, he I says mean, people are actually eating their dinner at the moment, and we've just done that to them. Put the image of him sitting in the bath, listening to the radio. Nobody needs that. Absolutely nobody. I Don't know whether he's got a loofah in hand or whatever. <laughs> I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's one word for it. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five in the phones at Clyde SSB. Uh, On Twitter Let's hear a bit from Connor Goldson I think your Rangers fans Will find this interesting Um, And if so Pick up the phone And let us know what you think He says He has not heard anything About a potential new contract In recent weeks His current deal Does expire next summer Um, The player says He's just going to focus On the football
4: No I haven't heard anything Um, To be honest I haven't really Spoke to my agent Or spoke to the club recently So I really couldn't tell you Where it's at But I'm just focused on the club and focused on playing football and um, making sure this football club wins because, as I said, we've got a massive run of games which starts tomorrow um, and I need to be at my best and the team needs to be at the best to win those games.
1: Tommy is on the line. Tommy, he says he, he doesn't know where it's at. What, what do you read into that? I
9: think, he's, I think he's playing games, mate. I think he's at it. I mean, you t- you telling me that he's not heard a thing. Well, I think, I think he's been through the week's because they start to listen to it again and he says, in the last cup, it, in the last couple few weeks, what does that mean, two weeks? Uh, his agent's not contact him. I think he's just thrown a fishing rod out saying, here I am, he's wanting to come in and, and put a bid in for me someday. Uh, and maybe it's because of a lack of interest in him that he's starting to get worried now he's Because I cannot believe that, he think, that, that he's leading us to think that Stephen Jared has not been trying to re-sign him, when Jared's come out and saying he is, he's, he's hoping talks are going to progress further and stuff like that. I think he's just
1: playing 20 games. Uh, Roger, what do you think? Because Andy, we'll, we'll need to put him on the spot about his mate in a minute, but well, well, you, uh, you're, you're the words man in here and you've heard many interviews about contracts over the years and so on. What did you read uh, into that one?
2: Andy will give you the player's view in it and whether or not when a player says in an interview, mm. oh no, 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 I'll leave it up to my agent. Whether they actually do leave it up to the agent. Conor Goldsmith, if nothing else, is being consistent because He said at the start of the season He wanted to put it in the back burner for a few weeks He wanted to focus on the football And he was going to leave it to his agent And leave it to the Mm -hmm. club Um, If any Rangers fans out there are wanting um, An assurance Are wanting calmed on this Glenn Kamara said very similar things If you remember And then there was an announcement One afternoon from Rangers That Glenn Kamara had signed A new long term deal You you, you don't think this is a
1: big deal You don't think this is Anything for Rangers fans To to worry about Or any sort of suggestion That it's not going the way They want it to go
2: No because you're sitting here On the 20th of October Conor Goldson can't go anywhere At the minute Because of the transfer window He could sign a pre-contract With another side in January But and among all the speculation That we deal with week in, week out About various clubs wanting various players Over this time at Rangers And he's been a good player He's vice-captain He was in the argument for player of the year last season He's done well But unless I'm missing something There hasn't been a huge amount of transfer activity Around Conor mm. Goldson So maybe Rangers are comfortable Maybe the players as comfortable as he says he is It wouldn't surprise me if it was a Glenn Camara style announcement Sometime between now And the end of the calendar year Before the transfer window opens And before you get to that fidgety bit and no, Andy you can
1: phone him at the next break And ask him if you want and, and give us the exclusive Generally speaking then Do do players not know Where their contract's at? Quite a lot of the time
3: they don't Because um, Like Roger said With the Glenn Camara instant, More often than not You'll just leave it to your agent mm. And you you don't want something you don't want the talks and the ongoing no- negotiations playing over your head, especially when like Conor Golson says he wants to focus on his football. So any sort of hiccups negotiations that are going on, you don't want to be involved in that. You let your agent deal with it. And when he feels if the contracts they are ready to be signed, he'll give you a call and tell you the details of it. So I think personally, I think that's what's going on now. Conor Golson, I know for a fact loves it here. I know he loves the country. I know he loves the uh, the city, and I know he loves playing for for Rangers. And there's a lot been a lot of talk about he's not been at his best, he's sort of focused on a move back down to England. Let's not forget, Conor Golson turned down English clubs to sign for Rangers. So it's not as if he's desperate to go back down to England and and try and get a move down there. I I think it's very, very similar to Glen Kamara situation. I think negotiations will be going on with with Rangers and and Conor Golson representatives and I think we'll we'll know answers within Mm. the next
1: couple, uh, couple of months. Tommy, has that made you feel any better about it? I hear what Andy's saying, but
9: you're not going to sit here and tell me that you don't give your agent clear instructions what you'd want to do. You don't, you, don't I, say, you don't just say I'll leave it up to you, I, I, you
3: Listen don't. I, I don't But Conor Golson's in a lot stronger position Than I've probably ever been So that's uh, a different scenario But I I, I know from any player's perspective, they won't want to be involved in any negotiations. Don't, don't they? Don't want to hear that if Rangers are trying to play hardball, they're, they're holding back on a certain clause, or they're not sort of trying to meet halfway with a certain uh, agreement. Conor mm. Golson will want to know what the final contract to offer is that's on the table. Mm. The reason he's got representatives is they're supposed to get him the best possible deal for him. So I think whenever he feels it's it's right and ready to be signed, he'll let Conor Golson know what's what's put in front of him.
1: Is there a case, Roger? Maybe, maybe. Maybe we just don't hear it put the way that Conor Goldson put it there very often Because you're right He has in the past And as Andy's suggesting He could have said I just leave all that stuff to my agent And I focus on the football And you might tell me there's no difference But maybe fans like Tommy spot a subtle difference When you just say like Nah I haven't heard anything There just seems something quite blunt about it And maybe that is us over analysing it I totally accept that But I think that's the bit that jumps out
2: Yeah listen I think think Tommy and Rangers fans will be used to People in Conor Goldson's position When being asked the question Saying Listen I love my time here It's been absolutely terrific And I want to Devote the next However many years And I hope a deal Can get done as quickly as possible And the fact he hasn't Answered like that Inevitably leads to A little bit of speculation If you're asking me Where I think Conor Goldson Will play playing his football Next season I would say I think he'll still be mm-hmm. A Rangers player
1: Tommy did you go along with that? Um, think it'll all sort well, itself well, out Eventually well, also, but When I had
9: my agent, used to negotiate Stuff for me I, I told him what I wanted And I hope he wouldn't have done it I didn't just leave it up to him To do whatever he thought it Was best for me You know But anyway It is what it is we'll see, we'll see who he signs for I want to talk about um, The Rangers fans Getting on my relics He's back too well, Go, go for it lane. You think you should but leave him alone Strikers have dry periods You know what I mean mm. The half periods Where they're a bit inconsistent But it'll, it'll come back I mean you know I mean for, for him Dips in and out But class is always there
1: It's kind of hard to ignore it though Tommy isn't it When the manager sits at a press conference And, and tells the country That his current goal scoring return Is not good enough
9: I suppose so That's what I'm saying But for him Dips in and out But class is always there It will come back You know We don't know what's going on In his personal life Maybe there's something annoying him I don't know But you just got to let it be And hope, hope it does come
2: back well, he's always bounced back before um, He's got 99 goals for Rangers Not a bad haul um, It wouldn't surprise me one little bit If he reached the century against Bronby tomorrow night That's the type of player he is And as Andy said He's always been a guy who scores goals in batches You know, he might get six and seven games And then not score for four or Then go on a little run again So one tomorrow night against Bronby in the Europa League might just be enough to kickstart him again, and rather than five and fifteen, in the next fifteen they may get twelve or fourteen goals. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun.
0: For the best football news and opinion online. The slash football.
1: The nation's about to be brought to a standstill. Andy O'Brien tweeted last night as soon as he heard the lineup for tonight he said Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday on Super Scoreboard tomorrow can they just play beat the pundit against each other clash of the titans he says I don't know I, I think he's building it up a bit much you've been away in London all weekend celebrating your birthday so you're maybe lacking in your usual match sharpness he lost a couple of weeks ago yeah, I'm
3: not in great form
1: I'm starting but to I tell you what
3: you. I'm sticking my neck out of I want that to happen
1: soon I don't think that ends well for you but we'll, I don't we'll see, either we'll But see. listen
3: Sometimes you need to Put yourself against the best To see where you are So Do you
1: like that? Do you like <laughs> yeah. that mentality yeah, From, yeah, from the young pretender? Yeah Right okay uh, I don't think it'll be tonight But maybe we'll do that in the future One thing
3: I do know Is these questions tonight Are going to be tough
1: <laughs> <laughs> If you want to play Beat the Pundit Now is the time To pick up the phone 01419511025 You have to call before 7 <laughs>
0: The headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
1: You've got Andy Halliday or Roger Hanna on the phone 01419511025. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB. We've been hearing from Stephen Gerrard on Alfredo Morelos. We've been hearing from Conor Goldson on not hearing very much about his contract. So if you've got any thoughts on those topics, keep them coming in. And we'll get to more of your calls after we do this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun
0: for the best football news and opinion online the Scottish Sun slash
3: football
1: Right, beat the pundit time. Let's meet tonight's contestant he's John. He's a Rangers fan on the line. How's it going, John? How you doing all right? John, this is someone tweeted in to say this is the, the clash of the titans tonight You've got Roger Hanna who even starts on minus one He's so good at beating the pundit And Andy Haldie who until recently uh, Looked like he was pretty good at it as well <laughs> Are you mad phoning in on this Wednesday night?
6: Nah, I'll be a good confidence booster for the guys Because my average is zero So it uh, <laughs> should, should, should be
1: a home run You never know I like that He's lowered everyone's expectations <laughs> Then he can just come in and surprise you Right, so heads it will be Roger Hannah. Tails it will be Andy Halliday. It's heads It's the Hannah man oh. Up against John, John? I was hoping it was me After I heard his
3: average But
1: meet me too
6: Andy I will something to
1: get your, your average bumped up <laughs> uh, Right, watch um, Let's give John Some Clyde 2 To listen to Just so that he can't Hear uh, I'll give Roger I should say Some Clyde 2 to listen to So he can't hear John's answers I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock John, you're head to head With Roger, you can pass That's all you need to know Are you Ready? Yep. Let's go. Your thirty seconds starts now. Who scored Celtic's first goal against Ferencvaros yesterday? Kyogo. Brian Graham currently plays for which Scottish team? Partick Thistle. How many goals has Billy Gilmore scored for the Scotland senior national side? None. Which current player holds the record for most European club appearances at Rangers? Steven Davis. How many Scottish sides has Adam Rooney played for? Three. Who plays their home games in Dingwall? Ross County Jack Hendry currently plays for which team? Club Bruges Okay, let's bring Roger Hanna back Roger, can you hear us? Yeah Doable tonight, you're going to need a big score oh. I think I think you're going to Yeah, they're easy tonight Ready? Oh, okay 30 seconds, go. shall we? <sighs> Who scored Celtic's first goal against Ferenc Farris yesterday? Kyogo Brian Graham currently plays for which Scottish team? Partick. How many goals has Billy Gilmore scored for Scotland's senior national team? None which current player holds the record for most European club appearances at Rangers? Alan McGregor How many Scottish sides has Adam Rooney played for? Two Who plays their home games in Dingwall? Ross County Jack Hendry currently plays for which team? Club Bruges Who did Ange Postacoglu manage directly before Celtic? Yokohama of Marinos. Which Spanish side did Carlos Cuellar sign for from Rangers in 2007? Could you repeat that sign Yeah, which Spanish side did Carlos Cuellar sign for Rangers from in 2007? Before he was at Osasuna Okay, okay, okay Uh, John, you were a lot better than you made on How do you think it went? Nah, I think he's edged me there Yeah, he is pretty good when he gets going He does start on minus one though So you both knew Cuyogo You both knew Partick Thistle for Brian Graham You both knew Billy Gilmore So you're still one in front At that stage He does pull level though Because it was It was almost a 50-50 You went Stephen Davis uh, But the answer Is Alan McGregor So you're level Adam Rooney's played For Inverness And Aberdeen That moves Roger One in front You weren't done there though You knew Ross County You knew Club Bruges But so did Roger And then he stretched his legs Ange Postacoglu Yokohama And Osasuna Will we see if it could have been The perfect 10 Go for it We've not had many Pressure's on you Roger Hanna Doesn't count for anything Like that bit of tension. (laughs) Would it have been a perfect 10 if I just read them a bit quicker in the 2006 7 season? Who was Celtic's top scorer? Oh my goodness, (laughs) 2006 7. Who was Celtic's top scorer?
2: It would be Jan vinegar of Hessling
1: Oh it is as well They would have got the 10 out of 10 But it was a, you had to settle for a 9 Minus your 1 We've taken you down to 8 uh, John you did well But you met a, an unstoppable machine tonight Hard lines John No worries cheers Good right, man John. that was John I must say I'm taking nothing away from Roger I don't I don't mean to do that They were generous questions tonight
3: Yeah he's done very well Actually, I gave him my answer So he knew I wasn't Yep I wasn't mm. cheating Can as be well Me keeping up with him Oh yeah It would have been Nine each eh?
1: Yeah. You knew you sooner, Osasuna sooner, okay. aye
3: The yeah. one that I was Not sure about I, I think if I was on Beat the Pundit I think I would have Passed Ange Posse Coglu, But because I had Time I knew ah, Right
1: okay. okay So I'm being honest At least he's honest yet. He's an honest man 01419511025 in the phones At Clyde SSB Sorry. On Twitter The he will be Splashing about his Bath in great Excitement at you Getting the 10 out of 10 There honestly He'll be Desperate to tell us All about it oh, tomorrow
2: Oh we, we need to turn on The hot tab A wee bit more meaty In for the second <laughs> hour so,
3: If that was Callum They would have been different Do you think so Oh 100% See yeah
1: su- Substitute producer Shaking his head He's been too he's been too generous oh, On the I've, guys I've I, the I, think
3: I think there's been A
2: mix up Yeah I think we get The Thursday night questions Tonight Do you think so <laughs> Trying yeah. to make them easy For yeah. DL yeah, I
1: don't know We'll wait and see We'll wait and see How they go tomorrow 01419511025 On the phones Or at Clyde SSB On Twitter um, I'm sure there's lots more to get through We're going to keep looking ahead To Ranger Bronby Still lots to be said I'm sure from you lot About Celtic's victory Against Ferenc Varos Interesting stuff Coming out of Aberdeen At the moment I think you'll agree And we've got Andy Halliday On to tell us Just how good hearts are And how much they can keep up The pressure At the top of the table So whatever is on your mind Do pick up the phone And remember everyone Who calls in tonight And makes it on air You're into the hat For that pair of tickets To the evening With Graham Souness and friends at the SEC Armadillo on Friday the 26th of November Let's speak to Connor, Who is on the line What have you got for the guys tonight Connor?
10: Right hey guys, how are yous
1: doing? you doing? Not well? bad, not bad How are you, are you um, well?
10: I'm not bad I. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, Cameron Carter-Vickers mm-hmm. um, Celtic have been crying out for ages for a no-nonsense defender I mean, a long time um, and as much as people are saying that Jota needs to be signed up, and I don't dispute that because Jota is an absolutely fantastic player, but I think Carter Vickers needs to be signed up as well. Like I said, he's no nonsense. He's not the biggest, tallest. I mean, he's not the tallest defender, but he does get out well for heaters. he does. He wins quite a lot of aerial battles. But and I mean, the guy's an absolute tank. Let's, let's be honest, he's solid. Do you know what I mean? I just think Celtic need to splash out the money for Cameron and Carter Vickers as much as they do for Jota. I mean, him and Julian as a partnership, I think that would, I think that would be really, really, really good. I said,
2: well, what do you guys think? Roger. Well, listen, we said that earlier on, Connor. Actually, he is a no nonsense defender, and it's probably what Celtic need next to Carl Starfeld, if you like. Um, I wondered about the signing of Carter Vickers. It came right just before the deadline closed, and you always wonder about that kind of deal. You know, if he's such a great player, why wasn't he signed six weeks earlier, sort of thing, Connor? But. He's come in, he's done well um, He's sort of bounced about I think this could be sixth or seventh loan From Tottenham out elsewhere He's been around the lower leagues in England And maybe, you know, you're saying it'd be a good thing for Celtic To get him on a permanent deal Maybe a good thing for Cameron Carter-Vickers To get a club where he can put down roots Where he can sign a four or a five year deal And can go on and become the player that he hopes to be Because you've seen yourself, you know, he can become... If he gets in that Celtic first team and plays week in week out, then all of a sudden he could become a first choice centre back for the United States again.
1: Connor's right, and he's not that tall, for, for, certainly for for a central defender. And you know the term "no nonsense" is always really interesting because it's, it's difficult to guarantee. Celtic fans don't need me to remind them that Shane Duffy was meant to be no nonsense, and it didn't quite work out that way. Um, what do you make of, of Connor's point and Celtic's desire to perhaps keep him?
3: I think he's settled in really well I think he's looked very assured I think Connor's right for what he lacks in size I think he makes up for that in spring because he, he's he got a fair leap on him he's someone that's very very athletic quick strong so I think he's got a lot of, a lot of attributes I wouldn't even say he's that much of a no-nonsense centre-back I just think he doesn't take as many chances as Carlos uh, Starfelt will and uh, if it's on to turn the defence he'll do it but yeah I off, off of the evidence of what we've seen so far I think he's done very, very well And Celtic to do well to keep a hold of him I, Again, I'll, I'll echo what I said a couple of weeks ago I still think that, that Stephen Welsh has been unlucky To be left out of the Celtic team I know the the mistake against Livingston Is probably still fresh in, in Celtic fans' memories But as partnership goes I think the, the, the deserving two right now is, mm. is him and Vickers
1: Connor, are you, are you sure already? Because it is early You know, there would be no... It wouldn't be controversial I don't think To say Alright yeah So far so good But but let's wait and see Let's get more games Bigger tests Different types of challenges And, and then make a decision But you sound pretty sure already
10: Well, I'm as sure as everybody else is On Jota Do you know what I mean Jota's only been in for a couple of, couple of months now Or a couple of weeks Or whatever And everybody's saying That we should sign him Do you know what I mean So I, I get uh, I want to come back with uh, On Roger as well Because I get what you're saying About he's been at Six different clubs sectors. But as Andy might know as well, or other players that have been loaned out, etc. I'm not sure if Andy has been loaned out, but, um, but it does take... You need to find the right club, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and perhaps these other clubs that he has been at, he's not really settled because he hasn't felt as... I don't want to, Need to tell
2: family, but maybe he's no felt as if it's a the right club for him, the right family feel for him. Uh, that, that was that was a point I was making, Colin. I think I think he needs to find a club as much as Celtic need to find the centre half. So it could be a marriage that that suits both sides, if if you know what I mean. And if he continues to play the way he has in the last three or four games, then I can't imagine. I mean Andy was mentioning Jota six and a half million pounds. Don't think it'll cost anything like that to get Cameron Carter-Vickers
1: on board in a permanent arrangement. And to answer the question This is a guy who got Loaned out to Azerbaijan So yeah, you, you, you,
3: you, you do know you, Not only you know have I been on I've had the worst loan In the history of football So, <laughs> so. You
1: wouldn't recommend it no? Eh, no No I'd pass if it ever
3: Comes anyone's way
1: Right okay Thank you Connor 01419511025 um, let's see what else the Celtic manager had to say. He was pleased with the defence earlier on. We heard that clip. What about the intensity of their play? Uh,
7: whether it's European night at Celtic Park or you know in the league, home and away, that's the kind of team we want to be. Um, it's not easy to play that way though, and I think you know the, I acknowledge that. And I think you know, sometimes people you know sort of analysing us should try and acknowledge that too. That it's not easy to play this way, and it takes a lot of time. Uh, you know, when you look at um, you know, how the best teams play, it doesn't happen overnight. And um, we're, like I said, we're just sort of beginning to get into, you know, a, a place where we're we're laying some foundations down. But we've got a lot of improvement to do in a lot of areas. But the basic underlying theme of, you know, we want to be relentless in our football and, and in our approach. Because um, I, I think even before I came here, I thought I think that's what this football club's about. Uh,
1: let's bring in Willie, who's a Rangers fan. On the line What's on your mind tonight Will it?
11: Aye there Gordon Aye I do know Hey, probably pointing wee point it for a, a long time Steven Gerrard says he wanted to cover All positions How come he like got one winger? Frank Kent's injured Look at that winger The guy's falling in For places But he's got one winger Well Scott hey,
4: Wright you know, was, Scott, Scott, that Scott that Wright
1: was, was Sort of He's a winger isn't
2: he? I'm I'm going to interrupt And get all technical here Steven Gerrard will tell you He doesn't play with wingers Stephen Gerrard mm. will tell you plays with two number tens mm-hmm. behind a centre forward, so he tends to deploy players in those positions like Kent, Haji, Aribo, sometimes Kemar Roof. Maybe a, you, you might find that's a position that Janino Bakuna finds himself in. But you know, I, I tend to agree with Wally when I see Ryan Kent signing for Rangers. To me, he's a winger, but that's not how Stephen Gerrard deploys those players on the pitch. Splitting hairs, I know, but that's why there's not more players like Kent. There's more players like a Hadji or an Aribo. Is he right, Andy?
3: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Rangers wingers often are not in possession of, of, of Bonabaris and James Are the other one that deployed the high and wide to try and pin fullbacks back and put crosses into the box. and But uh, you know, what um, What Wally was 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 trying to elaborate on is I don't think Rangers have a Ryan Kent in terms of what Roger put out earlier, someone that's trying to threaten him behind, which to be honest is something that Ryan Kent never really done until it was coached into him. So maybe that's something that Steven Gerrard and his staff are trying to integrate to the likes of Yanis Hadji and, and Scott Wright, because both of them yeah. are very much players like the ball to feet, get on the half-turn and make things happen by driving it back forwards. But I think for the, we talked about Morelos being a bit more of a deep line forward to be. You know, to, to, to help the team out I think these other two need to create space for him By
1: by uh, creating that space in mm. behind So Willie, although he wasn't having his best start to the season You still think Rangers are, are missing Ryan Kent at the moment?
11: No, well I don't know what treatment was like But if a player gets injured, we don't see him for a few weeks Must be the soft course in
1: there I, I don't know, I mean injuries do take time to, to get over him I think he's due back What was the the verdict today? After the I think it was the next game after this one, was it? Um it's soon anyway, Andy. I'll I'll look it up while I uh will you give us yeah, your thoughts. I
3: think I, listen, I think there's a reason that even though Ryan Kent was out of form that he still kept playing every week, because I think Stephen Gerrard and his staff realised that this is arguably our best player when he's on his top form and we've got to stick by him and hope that he plays his way into form again and gets his confidence back. And I think that's what Ryan Kent's been over the last two or three uh two or three seasons for Rangers. So I think he was actually playing with a niggle injury for a, for the mm. you know a few weeks, which maybe you know, was to the detriment of himself and, and affected his form a little bit. But ultimately, it's it's ended up he's in the treatment room for for a for a few weeks, but hopefully, hopefully for not too much longer.
1: Yeah, I think it was the St Mirren game, so it's the weekend. Well, yeah, you yeah, could, the weekend could weekend see the return of Ryan Kent, Aberdeen after that. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think next Wednesday night. I think so. You know, listen, it's the same with any injured players. Clubs want their best players back. Ryan Kent, as Andy says, when he plays, is one of Rangers' better players. Um, Scott Wright's come in He did well in the second half of last season After arriving But he hasn't quite hit those heights again this season Sakala hasn't hit the heights Bakuna hasn't hit the heights yet So I think if Rangers can get A, a Ken back in the team It would be beneficial And it might help see more from Alfredo Morelos
1: The team for tomorrow Andy We were speaking earlier on obviously About Alfredo Morelos And everyone saying even although Steven Gerrard says The goal return is not good enough That's not enough to To keep him out of the team And he'll play I had momentarily forgotten That Glenn Camara suspended Suspended yeah. um, So Does that make the whole John Lundstrom Playing ahead of Steven Davis Debate More simple Do they both play tomorrow And if so do, Does that actually take away A little bit of What's been good about John Lundstrom recently how does that midfield look? Yeah, uh, I don't.
3: I don't think so because he seems as if he's he's very industrious. He's got a he's got a great engine. He's a bit more of a box to box midfielder, which I think him being a bit more willing to join the attack and uh, and being a bit more box to box will actually suit him. Being one of the one of the outside midfielders, so I think personally, I think it'll be the same team that it was against Hearts at the weekend, but but Stephen Davis coming in as the central one over Glen Kamara.
2: Be interesting to see. We said at the top of the show. I mean, I, I tend to think it will be.
3: Oh, Kamal Roof actually yeah, I forgot about Kamal. Yeah, he was coming. I was,
2: was, was going to say Lundström, Davis, Aribo and then Roof, Morelos, and Haji. Yeah, I, I think Roof I think will probably come in, yeah. offers them more. And the the one that, that causes so much debate still probably Tavernier. Tavernier yeah. on one side, Barisits the other, and just try and you know somehow get them as you say up the park, light like wingers, like mm-hmm. they have been in previous. Uh, you know Seasons And the more chances That are created
1: The more chance for Alfredo Morelos To hit the three figures I mean it used to be And Willie's right In fact Willie's disappeared But Willie was on about You know having cover Having two for every position It's something that we used to hear All the time And for a while It was the fullbacks that That they didn't have that cover But now Clearly Nathan Patterson yeah. Could play tomorrow No one would bat an eyelid Is Calvin Bassey much Off the level of Barisic At the moment Possibly not Have we now Got into a situation Where actually the most Irreplaceable Or the one that You're not comfortable to play Is Alfredo Morelos
3: I'd argue it was still rank Kent yeah. Personally Yeah um, But Three, four weeks ago I don't think that's even an argument Because I remember After the Livingston game It was that big frame Where it's look at Rangers You know the depth of their squad yep. They've got two Arguably three In every single position But When attackers aren't in form And then Like we often say At the old firm When you're not playing Or or you're injured Sometimes You you realise how much They're missed And I think that's been The case for Rankin. Although Agreed he's not been At his Mm -hmm. best this year But I I don't think Rangers are the same Type of side with him in it
1: Okay 01419511025 We're going to get A good full time teaser Seriously If Andy Halliday And Roger Hannah Can't combine To produce all the answers On the full time teaser We are in trouble We'll get the question next
0: Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super
1: Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Andy Halliday are here They have won themselves a reputation As beat the pundit experts Statos, Anoraks Call them what you want Uh, That means tonight's teaser should be a scoosh. And I'm actually I'm a little bit worried I I don't think this question is tough enough To lock you two out I I must admit Um, But we'll give it a go It's especially not... Um, filling me with confidence Because we're only looking for Seven answers So Alex McLean Wants to know Can you name seven players That the old firm Have signed Since 2000 2001 From other Scottish clubs But they can't be Europeans So can you name seven players That the old firm Have signed From other Scottish clubs Since 2000 2001 But they cannot Be Europeans
3: right. Should we go with a duo Is start Kevin Thompson Kevin Thompson
1: can't be European, seriously. Don't don't make me get into.
3: A oh right, okay, right, okay.
1: I get you. You, you think you'd left Gordon Dale behind? I'm, I'm wondering if Daz was taking an answer from the bath.
3: That, <laughs> I, 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 to I, up t- I took for that they had to be British.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see where you're going, but from el- from elsewhere in the world, Claudio Caniglia. Yes, Andy. Novo <laughs> Spain's in Europe Seriously oh, mate, What are you I'm doing no, to me here no Oh my goodness no to... Do you know what I think it is I think his bottle's gone Because he's with you no, no, I, 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 seem... I don't I think it's that chair Do you think it is the, the, Over the DL corner uh-huh. it it does that to be. people It might be It's, it's geog- geography Geography's a
2: thing That does that is task, true. Among
1: uh, other things obviously But certainly geography I'll give you some thinking time Right, I'll let you warm up And then we'll, we'll get more um, As the show progresses uh, Let's bring in Glenn Who's a Rangers fan From Renfrew Hi Glenn How
10: are we doing Andy, you. how you doing? I'm good, Glenn. How are you? I've never spoken to you in a while. Uh, Andy, do you think Hearts can go all the way?
3: I think it's a big ask, Glenn. Of course it is. Um, you know, Rangers and Celtic have dominated, you know, winning league titles and championships for, for over two decades, eh, over three decades now. So it'll be a big ask, but obviously it's been a, a fantastic start for us. I think it's important for us to take it a game at a time. We've got a... Very very big week ahead. of us, three games, you know, tough games. We've got Dundee at home, and then you know a, a double away header against St Johnstone and Aberdeen. But for us, we realise it's a it's a great start,
1: but it's only a start at that. What's the belief like though? I mean, do you? Yeah, at the stage where you can reset your targets, or is it too early for that? I thought. Well,
3: listen, our targets were obviously set at the start of the season. I'll uh, I'll choose to to keep them behind the four <sighs> oh, walls. I'll let you know at the end of the season, but. It's uh, we knew we were always confident in the, the ability we had in the squad. We knew we had good players, but we knew we had to improve. And I think the club done that, especially over the last sort of week or two. Of the transfer window got in real reinforcements to make the the squad stronger. Because I always think that's the listen. There's big differences in terms of you know finances, quality, and you know money that comes in for European football. But one of the biggest things for 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 Celtic and Rangers compared to the rest of the league is you know if they get two three injuries nine times out of ten they've got a light for light repla- uh, replacement. But for us we feel as if we've got a a strong healthy squad just now But it's important we try and mm. keep them as fit as possible What do
1: you think Glenn?
11: I agree with Andy I agree with Andy definitely There's there's one other thing I'd like to say Before I go uh, I'd like to congratulate Douglas Park And Glasgow Rangers In winning their court battle Against The SPFL and SFU That's all I want to say guys Thank you
1: yeah, I did see that, Roger. It's it's um, it's. Uh, I'm trying to find the, the right words for it. It's 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 one victory, if you like. We've, we've not yeah. heard the end of it yet. It's one of these things that's making its way through as, the. As they used to say, "He's the won co- the battle and the war." Yeah, yeah.
2: St- still to finish, but what what it does do is it embarrasses Hamden. It embarrasses the SFA because they go to the highest civil court in the land to appeal an earlier judgment that Douglas Park won, and Douglas Park wins again. And the SFA have to pick up Douglas Park's costs to boot So um, if this was designed to cause maximum embarrassment Humiliation in the corridors of power Then it is a victory today for Douglas Park And for Rangers in this ongoing battle or war Whatever you want to mm. say Over the use or non-use of the cinch logo And branding roundabout Rangers
1: Andy what was it like going back there at the weekend You mentioned on last week's show You, were, you never got the chance To to sort of say goodbye to people Or to to catch up with people And and then obviously there were no fans last season And various different things What was it like at the weekend?
3: Yeah it was great It was great to see some familiar faces For the likes of Amanda at the front door Some of the kitchen staff and, And people behind the scenes That obviously aren't as well known But people I had a great relationship For the five years that I was there And like I said it always Sort of left a You know a hard pill to swallow in my mouth That I never got the chance to even thank them For the Know, the service and the and the help that they gave me over the five years, so it was great to see them. Obviously, um, maybe cut short a little bit because when they when it was a draw and obviously a lot of you no know, people associated with, with Rangers would be disappointed at what they felt was was two drop points. Just sort of try to leave them to it and and get up the road and. And, uh, and rest up But other than that You know It was, it was great to go back Because it was, it was obviously A place that had A, a, a great five years
1: I was going to say Because I know he's your big mate But when he makes a mistake Like oh, he does I at the end He's stay out of his he's way The goalie him. 100% You've not Made contact yet A wee
3: fist pump, yeah. And that's it Just leave him to it But like I, like I was saying At the break I think that's the first mistake He's made Since uh, since he's came back For his second spell Defying his edge Week after week I actually think you know, He probably Kept Rangers ahead for for ten fifteen minutes with a couple of saves he made uh, uh, previously. So, you know he's he certainly allowed one mistake every three years. That's for sure. And, and I need to
2: ask wh- which side you fall here because I watched David Turnbull score that goal for Celtic at Fir Park at the weekend and, and not really celebrate. And then you see Craig Hall could go back to Ibrox, score the last minute winner and charge about like a derby winner. So <laughs> c- come on, when you what
3: wh- 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 what side of the fence did you fall when the goal went in? What side in the fender? Oh, I was delighted we scored, but I, I, it's actually it's funny because you mentioned it earlier. I, if I scored, I wouldn't have celebrated. I think it's more just a, it would have been more just a respect thing for obviously being a previous club. But the funny thing is Liam Boyce never celebrated when he scored against Ross County, and I was slaughtering him for for about two weeks. So, you know, I can understand certainly both sides, but yeah, I think it's more a a respect thing. But saying that, I think I've I don't think I've ever scored that. Uh, a big goal in the last minute of a game before So who knows You never know what happens With your emotions at the time Yeah why not
1: 01419511025 Have you settled into this teaser yet? Scott don't. Yes Okay Roger? Hey, Russell Lataby Yes Okay we will leave it there We'll see how you get on You've already got three of them So You're well on your way Let's bring in Brian Who's a Celtic fan And see what he's got for us Brian Hi good evening panel How Hi. are you doing? Good thanks
11: Good evening no, I just uh, I just wanted to talk about um obviously the Celtic game yesterday. I thought um things are starting to click into place. Things are starting to move in the right direction. I heard the fan earlier on saying, um I think he was a Celtic fan saying that, you know, the the result only the result matters. Winning winning matters. Well, you can't have it always. Ronnie De La won weeks. the allow One cups. No, sorry, you're not doing it the Celtic way. This guy, Ange Postecoglou, is turning in, been uh, turning around in a transitional period. A team that was dead on its feet, that needed (laughs) root and branch treatment, and that is undoubted. He He has, he has a foil in football, and I, I believe. And I don't always say the Celtic way. I believe it was the Celtic way even before he came to Celtic. He liked fast, hard attacking football. He would rather like us fans. I believe he's a manager that's a fan. How a team winning five four is scraping off a one nothing win and doing it, you know, keeping teams out. Technically, he's brought players in who are bums on seats players. They get you. Shifting, they get you saying, Oh my god,
1: that pass to Jota to Kiyogo. Sorry, I mean, that should be yeah, a guy. Guy. That was incredible, Brian. The line's a bit dodgy, um, it's breaking up a little bit. I can hear you. Um, I've got the benefit of the big headphones on, people maybe out in the car or out and about struggle to make it out a little bit more. Um Brian's happy with the attacking football, Roger And I'm thinking back to that last clip we heard of Ange Postacoglu Saying he actually doesn't think they're getting the credit they deserve For the type of football they're trying to play Because it's very hard to play that way, he says Well, listen, it's been
2: successful in the last three games I think it was, it was after they denied to draw at Celtic Park that, that people were saying, oh, look at the schedule for Celtic in October Away at Aberdeen, away at Motherwell Ferenc you know how dangerous they are and yet, Celtic have won the three games and they've played well in the three games. They deserve to win the three games. Um, to take Brian's point, everybody would rather win 5 4 than 1 0. The problem comes is when you get an, an idealist who'd rather lose 5 4 than win yeah, 1 0. I think and, that's the, that, that's that, the that, comparison. That, isn't it? That, that's your problem. But at the minute, as long as Celtic keep winning games, then the supporters will like the style of play. It's easy on the eye, Gordon. The problem comes when that style of play. Cost you defensively And suddenly It's not the 1-0 win It's the 3-3 draw And
1: traditionalists in Scotland Don't like the 3-3 draw As much as they like the 1-0 win Especially at the big clubs With the expectations Andy um, I don't know if this applies At any point in your career But generally when a manager Comes in and wants you to Do something very distinct And I'm not saying brilliant Because people's version of brilliant is, is different But very distinctive Or very different From what the previous manager Wanted you to do how hard is it?
3: Yeah, it's hard. I think it certainly takes time, which is what we've always said that Ange Postecoglou needs. But not only that, it takes transfer windows. It needs, you know, it needs recruiting players that can come in and sort of suit that style. Players that can come in and help the boys that are already there within the squad. And I think that's more often than not been the message for a lot of people, certainly pundits and fans calling in. They all know that, you know, Ange Postecoglou wasn't going to. Flip a switch overnight and and Celtic would be world beaters and go unbeaten and win the league at a canter. That was never going to be the case, but slowly you can see the signs are there. I think Celtic are always, always looking to improve, and I think they are improving week after week in terms of credit for the style of play. I still don't think I I, th- I think there's been credit, but I don't think Celtic fans will be you know jump for the rooftops. At been four for the league. They still realise that there's improvement to be there, but the, the, there's certainly signs of improvement.
1: Thank you, Brian. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let's turn our attentions. Uh, to the northeast because it's um, it's getting interesting at Aberdeen and I know lots of people have a view on that even from the outside. The Aberdeen manager says he isn't feeling the pressure easing despite a vote of confidence from the chairman Dave Cormack insisting there won't be a change despite the Don's going ten games without a victory.
12: To me, it was nice, but the be all and end all is getting results on a football pitch, and I'm I'm fully aware of what happens if that doesn't happen. Uh, there's there's people that want to push that agenda a little bit quicker. They'd probably rather that we don't get the results. So they can be proved right, but it's uh, my job and the players of the staff to prove the people right that put us in this position. And in a way, the, the support was was brilliant. It was nice and it was appreciated. Uh, but to be perfectly honest, it does not change our focus on preparing for games. Uh, regardless what happens, we come in, we focus on the next game, and that's that's the way that we work. Uh, that will continue to be the case. And I think uh, the t- the team have shown we should be getting more points than we have been. There's no doubt about that whatsoever. Uh, and they, they continue to believe in that And the people that put us here believe in that uh, And again They're on the results
1: that we've been on I think if there was not that belief There's no doubt that We wouldn't be here Quite an interesting
2: time at Pataudry, Roger Very much so I'm going there for Super Scoreboard on Saturday Aberdeen-Hibs Which I think At the start of the season You would have thought would be The battle for third place Or as you would have had it The battle for mm. second
1: place Stop at the Horn For a roll and bacon
2: Eh, no Batter straight on the road Do no, you? I'm I'm an athlete An athlete, yeah. <laughs> sure Right, okay. Yeah, yeah And I just get a a big burger when I'm there Yeah, exactly Um, But listen, 10 games without a win Great for Dave Cormack to front up I've had interviews with Stephen Glass I've had interviews with Scott Brown Absolutely terrific They're all fronting up and speaking to the media About this poor run of form But the only way to stop the questions being asked Is to start winning games of football And it's strange, you know Dave Cormack can slant it Or Stephen Glass can slant it Or Scott Brown can slant it As if it's The media who are causing this It's not the media who are standing at Dens Park on Saturday night Chanting what they were chanting about Stephen Glass That is disaffected Disillusioned Aberdeen supporters Derek McInnes at no stage During his 7 year tenure as manager Went 10 games without a win This is A disastrous run of form For Aberdeen and they can all say What they like but unless it's arrested Quickly
3: there's going to be problems there will be but Aberdeen fans ask for this they ask for a change they ask for a better style of football they ask for you know youth players to start being uh, developed through the youth system and Stephen Glass is, is trying to do that and listen we're talking about Ange Postecoglou coming in asking to do something very very different in terms of style of play and asking an improvement overall within the club and like we said about Ange Postecoglou, it takes time and I think with Stephen Glass it's the same I actually think from the performances so far this season I think they're in a false position I think there's been a number of games they should have picked up points but I agree with Roger it has got to change soon but I think the the signs are in place that he's trying to do what the Aberdeen fans will asked for.
1: There are, and Dave Cormack's been quick to point this out. Numerous examples, um, and I don't, I never really like to buy into the one from years ago because the it's a very different football landscape now, and we are more knee jerk, and that that's just the way it is. We'll never go back. You're not going to give managers you know two and three and four seasons to, to build something. However, played nine games, nine league games. Yeah. If you bring a whole host of new players in. With a new manager, two new coaches, whilst of course it's not good and of course it has to change. Is it ever going to be sustainable to to even think about ripping that stuff up at a nine game junction in the season?
2: Um, I I would suggest not. I would you would prefer that Stephen Glass gets a crack of the whip, gets you know we, we talk here Andy mentioned that about Ange Postecoglou. We're all saying you need two or three or four transfer windows. If you mirror that for Aberdeen, then Stephen Glass Mm. needs two or three or four transfer windows as well. But the run of form they're on just now is disastrous. They've gone to Dundee, who haven't won a game all season, Dundee are 2-0 up in cantering. You know, they they fail to win at home to Ross County, who don't have a win to their name in the league. Um, And it's the Aberdeen fans, it's not the media, it's no one else. It's the Aberdeen fans who are very loudly... Telling the chairman what they think of this And I'll be fascinated to see Because off the back of a 3-0 home Defeated in Dundee united And a defeat at Ibrox with 10 men Hibs are probably in their she little spell of the season as well So is it good for Hibs That they're going to Aberdeen Or is it good for mm. Aberdeen That Hibs are coming to Patojo I, th- I think in its own way It really could be the game of the day at the weekend
1: and That's where perception is important Because if, and I know the word if is doing a lot of heavy lifting there If Aberdeen do win that one There is not a big gap between Hibs and Aberdeen One of which has been lauded is having a good start yeah. to the season And one being uh, a disaster So uh, th- uh, that that's what uh, shows how early it absolutely.
2: is I mean listen, I've got the league table here We don't have Gordon DL standing up to obscure it We can actually see the league table in all, in all its glory here Aberdeen are in 8 points If you look up to Hibs, Hibs are only in 15 So, you know, if Aberdeen win the game on Saturday As you say, they are only hmm. 4 points behind Hibs And everyone was telling us how well Hibs were starting So it is redeemable for Stephen Glass and Alan Russell and Scott Brown
1: Of course it is
2: But they have to start winning games of football
1: Okay, how are you getting on with Alex McLean's teaser? Can you name seven players that have been signed by the old firm since 2000-2001 From other Scottish clubs But they're not European So guys like Scott McDonald, Claudio Kanija, Russell Latipi, Andy, any more?
3: Marvin Andrews
1: Yes, Roger What about Chris Killen? Yes, only two to get. We'll get them next.
0: Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde one super scoreboard
1: on the home straight with Andy Halliday and Roger Hannah. It's oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or at Clyde SSB on Twitter now. If you want to send a question in to try and catch the pun that's out with on the full time teaser, the address you need is Fulltime at Clyde one. Dot com. That's what Alex sent one into tonight He wants you to name the seven players That the old firm have signed since 2000-2001 From other Scottish clubs But they can't be European So Scott McDonald, Chris Killen Marvin Andrews Claudio Canidia Russell Lattepe You're absolutely squishing it We've only got two to get So I'll take one more guess
3: Sonny Aluko? No Francisco Sandaza
1: No He's Spanish is he?
3: Mm, I thought he was... Mm.
1: Argentinian, or Uganda? Are you starting? <laughs> Are you starting to spot flaws in Alex's question? No, just no, I, I thought Sonny Luko was, was
3: one. That's it. Uh, I just wonder where have just signed Sonny Luko from? Aberdeen, mm. I thought. I've got to the.
1: Uh, Let's look this up, shall we? Ah, we no, 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 no. To be fair to Alex, hold on. Let me just double was check it, was something. The agent was he out of football before I stick my foot in it. Who does Sonny Luko play for at international level? Nigeria. Nigeria, and I know we usually do that, but. Maybe he's, oh. he's you know he's born in England. We didn't make the question up, remember? It's the, the listeners send him in, so it's not always. You can understand that he's 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 as English as he is Nigerian. Yes, come on. <laughs> Even you don't believe that. <laughs> I do believe that because look, when we make the teasers up on a Saturday, we try and be consistent, and we usually say you know it's football nationality. Yeah, but Alex is. Come on, you can understand that. Okay. No, I'm trying to give you. I'm trying to give you a get out. So
3: we're
1: here, still, basically you're telling us We've still two more to get You do still have two more to get Yeah you do okay.
3: Can I have one more punter? Yeah of course you can Did I Uh no <laughs> Where's he
1: from? La Reunion I under France mm. No <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear France and Daz is Spanish though So I feel a bit I better bet. about that one yeah Cool two to go Yeah two to go Excellent uh, incidentally, <laughs> I noticed that the days finally arrived and we got to ten to eight without actually discussing it. What are you showing me? What was the problem? There's a steward's inquiry these two. Sorry, a was one. Yes, We'll say But eight, eight, old oh, fun players. But you can understand him. It's it's not even a mistake in everyone's mind. He's he was born in England. He represented England up until the age of whatever. No, to okay. the one that matters. Um, Steve Bruce has finally been relieved of his duties Yes, unfortunately, Um, yeah What that does to this two week long speculation about Stephen Gerrard I don't know But at least we now actually have a a vacant job that people can talk about Yeah Um,
2: It's a very, very interesting one I think we all knew And Steve Bruce would have known as well That when the Saudis came in They're going to want their own manager to take charge Um, The one surprise at the minute is they don't seem to know exactly who that man is going to be You know, whether it's going to be Lucien Favre Whether it's going to be Paolo Fonseca Antonio Conte Eddie Howe, if you remember him uh, Frank Lampard, Stephen Gerrard So until such times as there is a gentleman in a suit and tie Holding a Newcastle scarf above his head at the Gallagher And that person is not Stephen Gerrard Until that moment, I don't think you can rule anything in
1: or out, Gordon. What would it do to this show though? This show in particular If Stephen Gerrard did go to Newcastle And then Eddie Howe replaced him at Rangers oh, is, that. That, is that Am I getting too far ahead of myself? Oh, I'm just trying to think of that night. I'm trying to think of maximum chaos factor For Clyde One Super Scoreboard yeah. And I think that would be it Yeah very possibly uh, To be
2: honest with you I'm not convinced Stephen Gerrard Will oh. be the next manager of Newcastle uh, I never have been convinced Stephen Gerrard Will be the next manager of Newcastle But But you can never see never in this mad game of ours, Gordon.
1: I mean, on one hand, Andy, I'm like I feel really sorry for Steve Bruce, and this has all had to play out, and you know it's it's been it's been brutal for him. Um, and then I swing back to the fact that he's got eight million quid in his yeah. bank at some point in the next few days, which po- probably softens the blow. Yeah, I um, had a wee
3: chuckle at the fact he says it's probably his last job, and I thought, I, I wonder <laughs> that we pay up? You've yeah. got to back. no. But listen, I, I felt for him as well because I mean, some of the stickies came under has been. Been a bit over the top for somebody you know. being called tactically an epic, a guy that's and uh, he's. I think he's in his mid sixties. He's played at the left, top level. I'm glad for,
1: you left out the rest of that quote because it was. It won't I, I did it, leave that. It, out, yeah You have not seen this today? Be I've yeah. been
3: called a few things in my time, but cabbage head, I don't I think mean, one.
1: <laughs> like I'm obviously that's like he, he's trying to talk about the abuse he's been getting and how if his parents, had, his late parents, had been here, it wouldn't yeah. have been easy for him. And I got that, and that that tugged on my heartstrings. And then he referred to him. He he referenced someone calling him a tactically inept cabbage head, and it was a wee bit funny. Is that is that harsh of me? I, no, listen, I don't think
2: too many people will feel too sorry for. I you. just He's I must have a great ma- career as a player and as a manager. Hats off though, as, as you say, eight million pounds for this payoff alone. And I saw his CV today, and I'd actually forgotten. This is going to be a great beat the pundit further down the line. Oh, it's been before. I know what's coming here. Sunderland and Newcastle. Villa
1: and Birmingham Sheffield Wednesday And Sheffield United I oh know I thought you meant The number of clubs What is he about no. How many is he in the top no. flight about eight, eight clubs he's, or something He's no. been at
2: three cities Or three areas down there And managed both sides Of a bitter rivalry It's
3: incredible
1: And way I beat
3: the pundit question At some this. point
1: yeah. um, like, I think Like I said that y- Hopefully the door will close one way or another Now really On the Steven Gerrard thing Because they'll either appoint him or, or they won't And it'll be someone yeah. else um, You've obviously worked there And so on What have you are you ever allowed yourself to, to think about When he leaves or, or what he leaves for And The Liverpool thing Is just the obvious Conclusion people jump to How did you feel about it As a player
3: I think it's the obvious one Because I think that's probably Steven Gerrard's plan I think he's I think of course He's happy at Rangers uh, I think he's He said after the the championship winning uh, season last year That he wants to be here for 56, 57, 58 I think he mentioned So I think that's certainly in his immediate future But I don't think there's any doubt He's, you know His affiliation to Liverpool's clear And I think one day he'll certainly want to manage them Will Newcastle help that? Will it hinder that? Because I think Newcastle have got a job in their hands I th- You know, Of course money talks But the predicament they're in as a club at the moment You can, can spend they attract, any of it
1: till January as well uh,
3: Exactly And can they attract the top managers that they're being linked with? I'm not too sure
4: yeah,
1: it's going to be an interesting one Roger, it's just one of those stories It's it's so big that it's it's taken over everywhere um, And again, it, do, it does have a strong link to us What I found quite interesting about it Because you, being in the newspaper game You'll know how this works um, You always see the stuff on Twitter uh, Oh, this is the Scottish media Sort of drumming up support for Stephen Gerrard Or this is the Scottish media Trying to get rid of Stephen Gerrard Because they're scared of you know, whatever side of the fence You sit on in this city um, but but his name was genuinely be is genuinely being mentioned down south. I noticed in one yeah. of the London papers at the weekend. Um, you know, you got to remind yourself that he, he was one of English football's golden boys. So whether he whether he does have a good managerial CV or not might not actually matter as much as some people think.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you also you find with some of my colleagues down south in, in newspapers and radio and TV that they will think. Oh, you know, such and such a manager, and you saw this with Brendan Rodgers at Celtic as well. They they immediately think that people at Celtic and Rangers just drop Celtic and Rangers as soon as an English Premier League club sort of shows any interest whatsoever. That's not necessarily always the case. Um, So it really would be interesting to see. I I can't see it happening. I've said to you before. I cannot see it happening. But if Newcastle go for Whoever could be the first target Say Paolo Fonseca He seems to be the, the name In the frame today You know He was also the name In the frame at one stage At Tottenham And that didn't happen Before Nuno get the job mm. So if the Fonseca talks Fall through Maybe Conte doesn't fancy it You, you know maybe Could you imagine Eddie House stringing A team along And having talks And then not taking the job Nah I, never No So You just don't know How deep into this Newcastle get
1: Before they get Somebody they want Well you know before we let you go, Andy, uh, Dundee at the weekend, you know all too well about them, although things have changed, of course, since last season.
3: Yeah, it's another massive game for us. You know, it's important that, like I said, we know it's a good start, but it's only a start. So it's important that we try and ki- uh, keep picking up the three points where we can. I think, most importantly, I think for the start of the season, we always felt that Tynecastle was the one where we were, try- were to try and take maximum points as much as possible. So it's certainly a game that we've got to go and try and win. But it's the start of a big week for mm. us. After that, St. George's away Aberdeen, so... It's going to be a tough run
1: Yeah, lots to look forward to Great weekend coming up It's a bit early to focus on that too much Given that it's Wednesday night And we have got big Europa League games tomorrow uh, Of course Rangers involved at home to Bronby Let's finish with tonight's teaser then Alex wants you to name seven players The old firm have signed since 2000-2001 From other Scottish clubs Who are not European Scott McDonald, Chris Killen Marvin Andrews, Claudio Kanija Russell Latapy. Not any of the others that you've mentioned What about Momo Seller? Yes, yeah, great shout! Yep. And the one remaining one—that's what I
3: had worked on. Almost the last. Don't know the last one.
1: It's the most recent one as well. Really, it is. Current, Always currently is. Currently playing for one of the teams. No, a bizarre signing, really. When you look back at when you look back at it. Mm. Celtic. Celtic player. Mm. From. Mm-hmm. Comanek.
3: Oh. Uh, Syntamide Mbulu
1: Mbulu Yusuf Malumbu, yeah. Malumbu A team it. effort on Halliday Sunday. squares Halliday rolls it across the goal line And Hannah taps it in Was that Yusuf as good as your finish today? Malumbu Nowhere near It's it. a work oh. of art I'll get him, get him to send me We'll put it on social media We'll become a viral sensation uh, If it can get more likes Than the picture of Hugh Keevans As player zero zero one one from Squid Game we are uh, doing well <laughs> Thank you Andy and Roger Back at 6 tomorrow And Callum Gallagher's up next